Sensors podcast consumers, welcome to episode 108 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I'm, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and we've got an action-packed episode for you tonight. This is the last episode before Labor Day weekend, which is kind of the unofficial end of summer for many of you out there. It's kind of considered that way. And it's, it's actually funny. The other day, uh, I was walking down the street here on, in, in Highland Park on York Boulevard, one of the main drags, and I saw a guy dressed like head-to-toe in white white linen, white like fedora, and white shoes. It was crazy. <laughs> and jokingly, and I didn't mean it in a malicious way because I, I don't know anything about fashion, but I do know that saying like, don't wear white after Labor Day. And I almost wanted to say to him, hey, get it in before Labor Day, huh? Get that white in. I don't know. Who knows? Is that even a thing? Any? I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I don't know what I'm allowed to wear and what I'm not allowed to wear. I just wear things. As you can see, if you, if you ever watch the live broadcasts or see the pictures on the the website and, and the social platforms. I'm basically wearing a t-shirt the majority of the time. I did put on a tie for the Centibration episode, but that was uh, that's a special occasion, you know. Uh, nonetheless, it is Labor Day weekend this weekend. Uh, a lot of people out there on Playa right now. I'm having very much a... I, I often have a love-hate relationship with Burning Man. I'm, 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 on, I'm on the hate right now, to be honest with all of you. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, however, in honor of... Burn Week and everyone being out there on the playa. Uh, I am completely naked from the waist down tonight in the studio. That's right, completely naked. Everyone, I, I want to say uh, everyone out there swooning now. Everyone's like, I'm not actually completely naked. I've actually got a brand new chair here in the studio, and uh, so I'm not going to be sitting naked in that for a while. Uh, but it is Burn Week. There's people out there Burning Man doing things that I'm not out there doing. Uh, all right. As usual, we kick things off with our social plugs. That's right. You can keep up with us before episodes, after episodes, during episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple, multiple locations. One of those would be Twitter. Follow the official Go Tell to the Wall Twitter account. That is at Tell the Wall Pod. That's right. At Tell the Wall Pod. Follow that one. You can also follow my own personal Twitter account, which is at Magic Muppet. That's right. At Magic Muppet. And, of course, we are currently live on Facebook right now. Head on over to Facebook.com slash GoTellItToTheWall. Like our page. Check back often for updates. That's going to keep you updated on everything having to do with Go Tell it to the Wall, everything having to do with Sean O'Rourke Live, uh, whether it's videos, podcasts, all the things that, that encompass Go Tell it to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke Live. Most of it goes up on Facebook.com slash GoTellItToTheWall. And, of course, YouTube, as I just mentioned. Head on over to YouTube. Search Go Tell it to the Wall. Subscribe to our page. Check back often for videos. That's where you're going to find all of our beer reviews, uh, all of our clips from shows and, and other segments that we have put together for Go Tell It to the Wall. A lot of good stuff on there, and I think a lot of it gets kind of lost in the fray. So please, please make sure you subscribe and, and check out some videos. Leave us some likes, some comments, some dislikes, whatever it is. If you dislike a video, dislike it. For the love of God, I don't care. Just just go on there and tell me what you think about it. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff on there. So again, YouTube. Search Go Tell It to the Wall. Subscribe to our page. You're going to see our logo there. You're going to, you're going to see all the things. And most importantly, and all-encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, www.SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that website. Definitely check back there often because you're not really going to get notifications when new stuff goes up the way you do uh, with a lot of social platforms and with YouTube and stuff. So make sure you bookmark that one. Check back. Uh, that's where you're going to find... Stuff that you, you really don't find anywhere else. We have pictures up there that, that you won't find anywhere else. Uh, blog posts up there. Some videos are up there that you actually aren't going to find anywhere else. Uh, as well as, as breakdowns of kind of our staff and all that good stuff. So make sure you're bookmarking that one. And you will also find on there a link to our Patreon page. Not only our Patreon page, but to all those other social platforms. There's links right there. So if you remember nothing else, just remember SeanOrourkeLive.com. And Patreon, if you're not familiar with it, uh, that is a way for you to support the podcast financially. There's some great perks on there. You can get your name on the podcast if you do do enough you can actually get your name up on the official wall supporter board here in the studio uh i've actually got to add a couple names to that i just i haven't had a chance it's i have a two-year-old running around and there's there's like small letters that go on this it's very difficult with a two-year-old uh trying to align letters on a letter board so we'll see if i, I will get to that soon it's going to happen soon uh, so make sure if if you have the means and and you see fit to do so please help us out financially uh it it, it 
every dollar helps one dollar two dollars five dollars whatever it might be uh, and get yourself in on some of those common sense perks that we have up there on patreon that's right become a patron of go tell to the wall uh quick housekeeping note uh no what the heck oh no show next week that's what I'm what I was getting at. We will not have an episode next week. Uh, we will still have episode 109 the next time we record, but there will be no episode next week. My wife is once again leaving to go out of the country, uh, and with everything going on, there's just a bunch going on here uh, in the studio and at home and everything else. I, there's no way I can get in the studio for a full episode. However, uh, we will be shooting some new interstitials. I, I've said it the past couple episodes, I got a pile of beer over here. We're going to shoot some new beer reviews. Some new beer reviews just went up in the past week or so. Uh, and, addition, and additionally, all of the weekly rants. Uh, so if you want to go back and check out like a weekly rant, don't want to listen to an entire episode, of course you can fast forward and rewind and all that stuff. Uh, but we've got the actual clips of the weekly rants that are going to be going up on YouTube um, this weekend. In addition to a bunch of other content that's going to be popping up there over the next week or so so despite the fact that we won't have a full episode next week there is new stuff coming down the pipes it's actually a bit of a relief it's going to give me some time to, to not have to work on a full episode uh during the week and and actually do some housekeeping with the podcast with the studio with all the channels with all the outlets that we use and and, and kind of beef those things up so despite not being able to see a live feed of a full podcast look forward to all that new stuff being posted uh over the next week or so just no full episode next week but I'll keep everyone up to date. Don't worry. We got some we got some exciting stuff coming down the pipes here. Uh, and of course, well, I just mentioned weekly rants are being posted to YouTube. Of course, beer this week in honor of Labor Day. And I, 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 I usually don't like doing the same brewery two weeks in a row unless it's like a super small brewery, you know. Uh, but this one, we're doing it two weeks in a row. It's Carl Strauss Brewing Company out of San Diego, uh, California. Super tasty. I'm a big Carl Strauss fan. Have been for a very long time. And this particular brew is the Follow the Sun Pills. That's right, Follow the Sun Pills. It's a it's at 4.8% alcohol content. Uh, not super strong. It's definitely a summertime beer. That's why with this weekend being Labor Day weekend, I wanted to go ahead and get this beer on the podcast. Uh, with it being a small craft brewery, Carl Strauss. Super tasty, especially if you like Pilsners. I'm not a huge Pilsner fan. Uh, this one is tasty. I could see myself drinking this while, while barbecuing some burgers on the grill. Uh, really even just sitting around, sitting on the porch, relaxing, whatever it might be. Uh, it is a tasty brew. Carl Strauss never disappoints. So check them out. Follow the Sun Pills. That's right. Pills as in Pilsner. Uh, apparently, we just don't call things, call beers Pilsners anymore. They're, they're just called Pills now. So when I say... Uh, throw me a pills. I'm not look, talking about illicit drugs. I'm talking about a pilsner, uh, particularly a follow the sun pilsner uh, from Carl Strauss Brewing Company out of San Diego. Check them out. Easy to find too. I actually found this this one at Sprouts. This was just was an easy pickup. Carl Strauss. You you can find them at least in Southern California. Uh, probably most of California. Outside of California might be a little more difficult, but I think they have pretty wide distribution, uh, so you should be able to find them. Absolutely. Check them out. Good beers, tasty beers, new beer reviews coming out too. So we I, we're gonna we're going beer crazy here uh, over the next week or so. All right, moving on to the weekly rant. Oh man, this one, this one, I'll tell you. So this, this happened to me. It happens quite a bit, uh, but it happened to me just this week, just just in the past couple days, uh, and and I can't get around. You know. We've hit a point where smoking cigarettes is, is so taboo. It's like you're gross if you smoke cigarettes. And, and that's what you think. That's what you see. And when you talk to your friends, people are like, people still smoke cigarettes? And it's like, yeah, people still smoke cigarettes. Uh, however, I found when I'm out and about in the world, that's, that's not the case. There's still definitely smokers out there, uh, particularly here in Highland Park, California. I literally have neighbors that smoke on either side of my house. Uh, smoke real cigarettes. Yes, granted, I've talked about how I still use vape. Uh, I don't smoke around people. I go and I, I smoke on my porch, you know, uh, also doesn't smell and it's definitely less harmful uh, from a secondhand standpoint. Uh, however, real cigarettes, the ones that burn CO2, the actual fire and tobacco and all that good stuff, they're, they're still around. And I'm not going to sit here. I used to be a smoker. I think smoking's great. It's fun. It, it feels nice. I, I enjoy smoking. The thing is, it's bad for you and it smells bad. These are the reasons I stopped smoking real cigarettes. Occasionally, you will catch me having a real one. However, I've never was that person that would just smoke around people that were non-smokers. Never. Never. And there's, there's always, I see this all the time when I'm pushing my stroller, especially around Highland Park. And in fact, there was an instance uh, months ago. They shoot, a lot of, uh, they shoot a lot of stuff around here in Highland Park. Uh, television episodes, films, 
you know, all that good stuff. Most of Shameless is shot around here. This is Us is shot around. It's funny. I watch these shows and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right down the street. And there's always filming notices everywhere. It's crazy. Uh, and there's an instance a few months ago where craft services took over part of the park, the playground where the kids play. And so all of the crew went over there to hit craft services and they all went and they sat like on one side of the park. And this isn't a huge park like they're sitting on another side of a football field. This is a small park. They're sitting there smoking cigarettes. The entire park smells like cigarettes. Again, I get it. You want to smoke. Why are you doing it in a park? And the one that, there's two that get me even worse than that. It's anytime you're walking by a bar, you know, and it's one thing if it's like 10 o'clock at night. Well, it's like, okay, I, 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 this is fine. But I'll walk by some bars here in Highland Park at like 2 o'clock. People are out there just smoking like crazy. And I'm walking through a cloud of smoke with my kid. I'm not going to a bar. It's walking by them because they're in my neighborhood. Smoke getting blown all over the place. But the, the one that gets me the most, and this is the one that just happened the other day, uh, is people walking and smoking. Just walking along a busy street and smoking. First of all, just stop. Go somewhere to the side where you're not blowing smoke at everybody. But then on top of that, you, you're leaving a trail of smoke behind you. And this wasn't the only instance, but the other day this really got me because I'm walking my kid in her stroller, my two-year-old in the stroller, and I'm behind a guy, and I can see him like a half block away, and he's got a cigarette, and he's smoking, he's holding it down at his side, and I can smell it from a half block away. And I'm going, great, now I'm just in, in, your, in your backdraft of smoke here. This is fantastic. It was great for my two-year-old. Secondhand smoke, all up in, I, like, I don't care that we're outside. I can smell it. You're blowing it back toward my two-year-old from a half block away. So then, of course, what I do is I speed up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get ahead of this guy, and then the smoke's not coming back in my direction as he's walking. And ridiculously enough, I get up and I get next to him and I look down and I just stared at his cigarette. And I'm, I'm walking fast. This was all happening in the course of two seconds. He looks at me and he's go, oh, sorry. I didn't have any patience for that. I was like, what are you sorry for? You knew you're walking down the street smoking a cigarette. You walked by a yoga, like right by a yoga studio. And then the post office. Like, it's not like you're walking by bars. It's not like you're at Burning Man where everybody smokes. No. So just stop it. If you're still out there and you're still smoking regular cigarettes... Get away from people. For the love of God, get away from people. Have some respect for other people. You don't need to be blowing your smoke everywhere. It's fine. You want to smoke? That's fine. Keep the smoke to yourself. I don't care that we live in Los Angeles and there's smog everywhere. Keep it to yourself. We can do better. All of us can do better. And part of it is just raising awareness. Don't be stupid. You're going to be a smoker? You're going to walk around with something lit on fire? Be smart about it. Honestly. Be smart about it and respectful to others that's the most important thing we, we live in such a disrespectful society and we got to do something to combat that because i'm sick of it i'm sick of everyone disrespecting each other on a daily basis and this is just one example of how that happens so stop it smokers stop now continue smoking don't blow it at everyone else jeez all right trending on social i've actually only got a couple things this week we're usually very heavy on trending on social we got a couple of them this week. Uh, this one I found interesting, though. There was an influencer, a travel influencer, influencer, in the finger quotes. Let's get it in the finger quotes there, wall fans. Uh, travel influencer who travels around and takes photos of herself in bikinis and whatever else. And I, I don't want to sound stuck up. She's not that attractive. I don't understand what is, you know, because that's a thing. I don't understand the influencers at all. But at least when you're like, you are super attractive or you're doing something really cool. You know, this goes for males or females. I don't understand how this woman had like is a big time influencer. But what happened was uh, people noticed started noticing that in every single one of her photos, the clouds looked exactly the same. The clouds, the clouds. Apparently the clouds like to follow influencers, too. No, that's not the case. Well, after she got called out on it by some followers, you know, whatever these people are, because they got nothing better to do. They're like, wait, same clouds, same clouds. I wouldn't even have fucking noticed that. Never would I have noticed that. I'm not paying close enough attention to, to bullshit on the internet. I'm just not. But people noticed it, and they called her out on it. And she actually admitted to using a filter that filters out the sky, makes it look nicer. Uh, and she happens to enjoy those clouds, so she uses the same clouds in every photo. Once again, remember, wall fans, common sensors, it's all fake. It's all fake. Don't look at this stuff thinking you're getting any real advice, the life coaches and all this other stuff. It's all fake. It's all just a bunch of bullshit. And if they're not admitting it's bullshit, they're just bullshitting you further. Because that's here's the thing, wall fans. I sit here and talk to a wall every week. I'm basically a bullshit artist. People ask me what I do. Well, you're you're an influencer. You're a content creator. No, I'm none of that. I'm a broadcaster who knows how to weave bullshit. 
A lot of people can't sit here and talk for an hour in a microphone and talk to a wall. A lot of that has to be bullshit. And that's what I do. And that's what all these other influencers are doing too. Don't get caught up by it. Realize that it's all fake. Because it is. Uh, we got a hashtag going around right now. Hashtag everything was great until. Hashtag everything was great until. I'm going to warn you if you're going to look this one up. Like people have gone a little crazy. I definitely saw a PETA tweet. Uh, those stupid idiots that like to pretend they're holier than thou. And they're not even close. They're actually worse than most people out there when it comes to the treatment of animals. But uh, I digress. If you are going to check this one out, hashtag everything was great until, uh, just be aware. People got very political with it. You got people like Pete out there. Uh, I am actually looking at a gif of a seal. <laughs> everything was great until humans came along and started melting my home. So it can be a little depressing, but some people are having fun with it. Uh, there was one that I did enjoy I saw earlier, and it was uh, hashtag everything was great until the third hour of a three-hour tour. That's right, little Gilligan's Island reference there. See, that's funny. It's not depressing. It's funny. They didn't actually get marooned on an island. It was a, it was a sitcom. Uh, and then, of course, this one. This is mine. Hashtag everything was great until we started worshiping influencers. Influencers. Ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, what, like, what happened to our world? What happened? Speed of information, we thought it'd be great. And it's not so great. It's not as great as we all thought it was going to be. It's not. Now it's going to be great at times? Yeah. But it's not all good. We end up with influencers and stuff like this. Fake skies in every picture. Come on. Come on. All right. Now, a couple of these are funny but also depressing. Another hashtag going around right now is hashtag Trump hates military families. That's right. <clears throat> Excuse me, wall fans. Trump, hashtag Trump hates military families. If you're not familiar with this one, uh, he actually came out recently and said the Orange Menace did. Uh, that the children born to service members overseas uh, will no longer be granted automatic United States citizenship, despite the fact that they are being born to parents who are United States citizens. And not only are they United States citizens that just happen to be overseas, they're overseas working for the United States of America and bring their families there because if you're in the military, you get deployed to places you don't get to pick a lot of times. And that's what's happening. And, he, and now he's telling telling them that their kids are not going to be United States citizens. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. So, of course, people are sharing this hashtag Trump hates military families. Uh, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but just just uh, the, the most the most disgusting thing about it is that he preaches love for the military and all this other stuff. And oh, the strongest military. And I love the military. And he does nothing to help the military. Nothing. Ask a veteran uh, how their how their health care is. Ask, ask them. Any, just a random one. Don't be prying about it. Ask them how their health care is. That's what. That's how we treat military in this country. The simple fact doesn't matter. Especially veterans that are that are no longer active military. Months for them to get any kind of health care. It's crazy. It's disgusting. But that's. But he loves the military. And a lot of people in the military eat it up. Why I don't know. Uh, this one I do highly encourage you to check out. Uh, this hashtag, hashtag Cheeto Christ Stupid Czar, like C-Z-A-R. Again, hashtag Cheeto Christ Stupid Czar. If you're not familiar with this one, this just dropped like today or yesterday. Uh, Randy Rainbow. Randy freaking Rainbow. Uh, watch it. Check it out. He is very funny. Uh, he is very intelligent. He is very smart. Uh, if, if, if influencers were all like Randy Rainbow, I could get behind influencers. However, we have a Randy Rainbow who's very smart and very intelligent, very funny. And then we have people photoshopping fake skies on their travel photos. That's very different ends of a spectrum as far as influencers, influencers go. Um, but check that one out. Randy Rainbow. Very, very, very funny. Uh, and one more of these trending on social right now. It's another hashtag that, that is going around right now. It's hashtag Melania loves Trudeau. That's right. Hashtag Melania loves Trudeau. If you haven't seen this one, there was a picture that came out of the G7 summit uh, where Melania and, and I hate the orange menace. I hate that administration. I hate the GOP. I'm not going to sit here and say that she was looking longingly at Justin Trudeau. Is it funny? Hell yeah. Could she have been? Maybe. I don't know. But it, it, it happens to be a photo that was caught. However, based on this hashtag, hashtag Melania loves Trudeau, uh, can you blame her? Can you blame her? If I had to look at that orange piece of shit every morning, I would jump out a window. 
without question. I would jump out a window. I, I, I don't know how she does it. I don't. I mean, he keeps her in expensive dresses, I guess. I, I, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So check out that one. Hashtag Melania loves Trudeau. All right, let's move on to some entertainment news. I feel like I'm losing my voice. I don't know what's happening right now. Hmm. I think I know partly what it is. We're dog sitting for like six days. Six days. And I felt like uh, it was just me saying no over and over again. No, don't do that. No, get off of there. No, 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 no. It's like what dog ownership is apparently. Uh, it's been a while since since uh, I've had a dog a couple years. And I was uh, spoiled. I had a dog that was very chill. Could be high maintenance at times, but very chill. And uh, yeah, it's dogs. Dogs are hard work. They it's it's like having a child. And uh, I think in some cases, children can even be easier uh, to deal with than dogs. But I digress. Maybe that's why I'm losing my voice. I don't know. I could just be getting old. Maybe I'll completely lose my voice, and and no one will have to listen to me yell at a wall for uh, for an hour every week. <laughs> that should be fun. All right, entertainment news. Mr. Robot. Oh, God, Mr. Robot. I am so excited about this. The uh, Mr. Robot Season 4, another trailer dropped this week. That's right. Looks so good. Mr. Robot, definitely my favorite show on television. Cannot wait for the final season. I mean, I don't want it to end, uh, but I cannot wait to get new Mr. Robot episodes in my face. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, it And it is premiering October 6th. If you're a Mr. Robot fan and you haven't seen this trailer, check it out. It's, it's all over the place. It's on YouTube. And, in fact... Uh, the other day, I had just watched it, and I get a text from one of my buddies, Kevin, and it's, it's just a link, and I was like, I already know what this is, because it had just dropped, and sure enough, it was the link for the uh, Mr. Robot Season 4 trailer. Uh, but I'm more excited about this this show than I have been about any show in a long time. That includes Game of Thrones. I was very excited about Game of Thrones ending. I was also excited I was excited to get more of that content in my face, but I was also excited that the freaking thing was just going to end. I'm not excited about Mr. Robot ending. I just I'm ready for more new episodes. Just so so ready for it. All right, moving along. The Irishman. Remember we were talking about The Irishman as a Netflix uh, Martin Scorsese film and they were shopping it to movie theaters. And there was a lot of back and forth. I think it was last either episode 107 or 106 I was talking about this. Uh shopping it to movie theaters and, and Larger theater chains did not want to take it because they usually have about a 90-day exclusive window. Netflix didn't want to give that exclusive window. They did strike a deal uh, for a theatrical release for The Irishman. However, it's going to be all small indie theaters, uh, and it's going to it's going to hit theaters November 1st uh, in, like I said, some small indie theaters, and then it will be available on Netflix November 27th. So you're looking at just under a month. Uh, time frame, well, time frame window, theatrical window there, uh, where it will only be at smaller indie theaters. So definitely check listings if you're interested in seeing that uh, on the big screen. Keep in mind it's three and a half hours long. We just that we just got that news uh, like a week week ago or so. Three and a half hours long, and it will be on Netflix if you've already got a Netflix subscription. You'll be able to watch it uh, as of November 27th. Uh, and co- coincidentally with Netflix, they have actually announced that they are going to be releasing more movies in the theater. This is, of course, uh, a push for them to get some awards recognition because most most awards you do have to have a theatrical uh, window there where, you, where your film was in a theater. And it looks like they're, they're doing, in addition to The Irishman, so 10 total, but in addition to The Irishman, nine other films uh, are going to be getting theatrical releases. These are looking at, again, smaller indie theaters. These aren't going to be uh, AMC theaters and, and those bigger chains uh, because they are getting about a one-month theatrical window on all of these. And then once that theatrical, that about uh, one-month theatrical windows over all those films will be on Netflix as well. Another thing coming to Netflix very, very soon is a three-part documentary on Bill Gates. Actually, it was kind of interesting. It's, uh, it was done for Netflix, of course. Three-part documentary. Uh, it launches September 20th, so you'll be able to watch it on Netflix as of September 20th. Uh, it actually follow, it's, will follow the past, present, and future uh, of Bill Gates. So it's going to talk about kind of his rise. And I, I assume with this being a three-part series, it's probably going to be the past, the present, and then kind of what is on the horizon for Bill Gates. Uh, he's definitely an interesting person. Obviously, uh, because he he founded, co-founded Microsoft, uh, but additionally, he in in the past, you know, ten years or so, when he when he really hit ridiculous wealth amount, uh, he's he's does just tons of philanthropy uh, around the country and around the world, and so I think that's going to be really interesting to see, not only from the tech 
uh, Silicon Valley Microsoft perspective, but also uh, from from the philanthropic perspective uh, that Bill Gates has gotten very, very involved in. So I'm going to be curious to watch this. Uh, again, September 20th, that's dropping. So if you're interested in Bill Gates and, and have a Netflix subscription, check that one out as well. And one more piece of news on Netflix. Man, this one's really cool. Uh, Netflix actually crossed their, uh, the 5 billion, not million, 5 billion DVD rental threshold. That's right. They shipped their 5 billionth DVD uh, just a few days ago. And coincidentally, the 5 billionth DVD that was shipped out was actually Rocket Man. Uh, the Taron Egerton uh, biopic that came out uh, about Elton John. So that, w- that was just kind of a cool factoid on that. Uh, and yes, most importantly of this story, for those of you out there listening, Netflix does still have DVDs. You can still get DVDs. And I, we had this discussion when I was in the Bay Area a couple weeks ago for my cousin's wedding, and people were like, does Netflix still have DVDs? And I was like, yeah, they do. They do. You know, everyone stopped getting DVDs because they increased the price. You used to get like DVDs and streaming for the same price and then they separated them it was a whole thing and everyone everyone lost their minds and then they were like oh I'm over it now you know I haven't gotten a DVD rental in so long but it makes sense for people in certain towns that don't have you know crazy internet streaming and and people that just don't care to have like all these devices I mean Jesus Christ look at my this is crazy in the studio here and that's just a studio granted the studio has more but you go to the rest of my house and it's like Apple TVs and Google Homes and all this other stuff and smart devices and tablets some people just don't like to have that they just want to have a DVD player, and they throw in a DVD, and they watch a movie. Makes sense. Makes sense. Five billion of them have been shipped out by Netflix as of this point. Probably more than that now, but they did cross the five billion DVD threshold uh, in the past week or so. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Disney Plus. Ugh. Disney Plus. Yep. So they got a deal. D23 happened recently. And they actually had an exclusive offer at D23 for anyone who's a D23 member. If you're not familiar with D23, this is like their super shishi fan club that you can be in. And they do a D23 expo like every couple years down there in Anaheim. I was actually at the first two or three of them when I was working at Disney. I was definitely at the first one. Uh, second one, I can't remember if I was at the third one. At least, at least two. I want to say three of them. They all just kind of blend together with me uh, in my head. But they had this exclusive offer where you could get a discount on Disney Plus if if you signed up uh, for more than just the monthly payment program. Like it, it looks like it's going to cost you six ninety nine a month uh, for Disney Plus. Now, if you signed up for a year, you got it for about five dollars. If you signed up for three years of Disney Plus and paid it all up front, uh, you actually get it for less than four dollars a month. And what they did was they extended this offer. Uh, after D23, they extended it to a bunch of other people out there, and they set up a site that you could go on, and you could do this and order it and everything uh, for less than $4 a month. And I know I've I've been ranting and raving about all these different streaming services and, and how ridiculous it is and everything else. Well, my wife found out about this. I actually had mentioned it to her because I was doing a little show research the other day. She found out about it. And she said, well, do we just go ahead and do it? And I said, yep, just go fork over the 150 bucks or whatever uh, for three years at Disney Plus, the main reason for me being I have a two-year-old at home. She doesn't watch a ton of TV, but when she does, it tends to be uh, Disney stuff. It's either Disney or Daniel Tiger or some Sesame Street. Uh, so we got it. And then, of course, the new Muppets series where I said to my wife, I was like, well, we can, we will get to watch the new Muppets television series that's coming out. Uh, so that's a good thing. But with it being less than $4 a month, it was just one of the, I said, okay, fine. I know I've been complaining about the multiple streaming platforms and everything else, but just just do it. It's done, paid up front. It's not coming out of my account monthly. It's just, you know, 140 bucks or whatever it was. I had my wife do it. I was like, please, <laughs> if I look at it, I'm going to last minute be like, no, screw this. <laughs> like, no. So I had my wife do it. Uh, although, interestingly enough, the discount, there was such a demand for the discount uh, that the pre-order website actually crashed the other day. It was completely down because it was getting too much traffic. Uh, it's a, It's back up now, of course. And uh, and you can go on there and sign up for it and everything else. Though this did bring up another point as as far as Disney Plus and and there there are stories out there. There's word that that people at Disney are a little bit worried about uh, the the amount of traffic that's going to be going to the Disney Plus site uh, to the apps and everything else. So they are working <laughs> from what you hear. They're working round the clock to make sure that they can handle the bandwidth uh, of all the people going to uh, to Disney uh, Disney Plus. And getting all these shows because obviously there's such a huge demand for it. Keep in mind, this is like all the Disney products. <laughs> you have all the Simpsons on there. Like it's crazy. 
It is kind of ridiculous that Disney is just taking over the world. They are like Thanos with the Infinity Stones. I know he loses in the end, but you're, you get my point. They're like Thanos with the Infinity Stones. It's kind of crazy. It really is crazy. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And speaking of Marvel, uh, it's Marvel's 80th anniversary is coming up here. Or, yeah, I think it's coming up or just happened this week. 80th anniversary of Marvel Comics. Crazy to think about that. Created by Stan Lee. 80th. 80 years of Marvel Comics. It's, it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, and to celebrate the 80th anniversary, uh, Marvel's actually coming out with a uh, huge comic book. Huge. <laughs> As in thick, like graphic novel status. And what they're doing is it's about the history of Marvel. Uh, it's going to be, an I assume it's going to be 80 pages, uh, because it is a special edition comic, and each page is dedicated to one year in Marvel history. So I assume it's 80 pages, maybe like 85 pages, some extra pages, whatever. Uh, this seems like a must-have for any Marvel fan out there. Uh, I am a kind of ancillary Marvel fan. I like some Deadpool. I'll watch some movies. I'm not a hardcore read-all-the-comics fan, so I don't know that I'll be picking one of these up. But if you're a Marvel fan, this this feels to me like... Uh, oh, no, actually, you know what? This It did. It came out yesterday. Wednesday is comic book days. It came out uh, August 28th. So it came out on comic book day, of course. Um, so if you're a Marvel fan, definitely pick up a copy of that comic. I would, I might get one just because I enjoy Marvel and it, I'm, unless they're like a thousand dollars or something, it's like, <laughs> no, 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 Like I'm not a huge, I was never a huge Playboy fan. I've actually got a, in the plastic still, uh, 50th anniversary Playboy, uh, 50th, uh, edition, whatever, 50th anniversary Playboy edition thing still in the plastic. That was the one, uh, Kevin Smith directed a, a spread for that with his wife as did, uh, Spike Lee and some other uh, notable directors. So maybe I will pick one up. I don't know. I don't know. I'll ask, I'll ask my comic book geek friend. Uh, Chris is not on the on the live feed right now. He would tell me if it's worth it. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Chris already has one of these. He probably picked one up yesterday. He's, he's a big comic fan. All right, a little more news uh, out of Disney. This one pertaining to uh, Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, TSA actually came out and said they, they have banned... Uh, the Coke bottles from Galaxy's Edge. You cannot fly with them. You cannot check them in your bags. You cannot carry them on. Uh, and if you're not sure why, and I have to go back to the one where I, the episode where I talked about uh, Galaxy's Edge and Batu. And I think I, I think I still had it then. My wife actually brought me one of these bottles. If you're not familiar with it, it looks like a thermal detonator. It looks like a bomb, they, which is very creative on Disney's part. Uh, however, when it comes to the TSA and, and air travel, especially in this country. It's not good to have fake bombs. It's just not. It's going to cause problems. So the TSA has come out and said that you will not be able to fly with these uh, because, duh. Like, is anyone surprised at this? I wouldn't even attempt it to fly with it. <laughs> like, you're, you're just going to cause problems for yourself and for everyone that's flying. With, it's gonna, like, come on. Come on. But And I understand people, they want to bring souvenirs back. You know, this, this Galaxy's Edge, people were stealing menus and selling them on eBay. So, of course, they want to sell the, you know, keep the bottles or whatever else. I, like I said, I had one. My wife brought one home for me to just check out an empty one. She picked up a Diet Coke while she was walking around uh, Galaxy's Edge, and, and I happened to see it. I And I didn't even keep it. It's not, I have so much crap in the studio, I didn't even keep I was like, eh, throw that away. I did have it for, like, two days. I feel like it was on the podcast uh, when I talked about uh, Star Wars Land Galaxy's Edge. It must have been. I've lost my cursor. There we go. All right, some sad news for SNL. Maybe sad. Maybe you're not sad about it. I'm sad about it. I don't watch a lot of SNL. Uh, we recently got news that Leslie Jones will not be coming back to SNL. That's right. Will not be coming back to SNL for this season. Uh, and no bad blood or anything. She's just leaving to focus on her film career, which makes sense. That's what most people at SNL do. Uh, and also keeping in mind that Leslie, Leslie Jones is by no means old. Uh, she is just older compared to... Uh, when people first join SNL, they tend to be very young, uh, very early in their careers. Uh, Leslie Jones was in her 40s when she first joined Saturday Night Live, which is, again, compared to other cast members, uh, is a little older. So I'm, I'm not surprised. She did a few years, and now she's working on her movie career. She's got some films coming out this year. Uh, so so good luck to you, Leslie. I'm gonna I'm disappointed that I won't see you on Saturday Night Live clips because I, I do enjoy some Leslie Jones. She's very, 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 very funny. Uh, but fortunately, we'll we'll get to see her in movies and stuff now, so it's not like she's retiring or disappearing or anything. She's just not going to be on SNL. Uh, we just won't get those funny weekend update clips. That, like I said, I don't want to watch a lot of SNL, but I tend to see the clips when they pop up on Sunday mornings and really funny stuff. That yeah, I enjoy those. I just can't. I don't actually sit there and and watch an entire episode. 
I used to back in the days. Oh man, back in the Norm Macdonald days. Whoo, I enjoyed that show. Norm Macdonald and Will Ferrell and and all those guys and the classic like the old where I was too young to watch, but rewatched them as I got older with you know uh, Bill Murray and and uh, Chevy Chase and and all those guys. Uh, just fantastic. Uh, oh, and Adam Sandler. I mean, God, I was a big Adam Sandler fan when he was on SNL back in the day. Before he got a little ridiculous, I, I still enjoy his work. It's just like, all right, dude, we get it. <laughs> you're making the same movie 15 times. It's cool. Move on to something else. And you're capable of making other things. We've seen it. I've seen these other films that you're capable of making. Spanglish, Punch Drunk Love. You're capable. Like, we don't we don't need Billy Madison 23. You know, we don't we don't need it. Uh, and for those of you excited about this movie coming out, we've uh, got some more information on the Breaking Bad movie. That's right. It's officially titled El Camino. El Camino. Uh, it's coming up. We do have release dates uh, for Netflix. However, we don't know much on the actual plot of the film. Uh, they've been very tongue-in-cheek on a lot of this. And uh, apparently Aaron Paul tweeted out a specific scene to watch in preparation for the movie. I'm not going to get into specifics on that because if you listen to the podcast, you know I didn't watch Breaking Bad. I just wasn't super entertained by it. I got through like a season and two episodes and my wife and I both were like, eh. And it just wasn't for me, you know. Not to say it's a bad show. I just, I wasn't that interested in it. I was like, eh, I'm not, this isn't really capturing my attention. Uh, so, so go check out. Aaron Paul's tweet and maybe catch up on it and and do what you do as Breaking Bad fans. (laughs) All right, we got a little bit of music news here within entertainment news. Uh, Green Day, I mentioned they had a new album coming out. It was supposed to be coming out this week. That's right. Well, that album did come out. However, it wasn't the album that we're still expecting from Green Day. This was a photo album that they put together. And Billy Joe Armstrong, of course, tweeted out the other day or Instagrammed out or one of the social platforms and said, it's out today. And it's a photo album of photos of Green Day. So if you're interested in that, go pick up a photo album of Green Day. However, I'm waiting for the fucking music, Billy Joe. Just, Just give us the music. The Orange Menace has been in office for two and a half years. Give us the music. Been waiting for it since 2016, man. And I know we got one in September 2016. I've been waiting for a new one since November of 2016. So that's the problem is I think had they realized that orange son of a bitch was going to get elected, maybe they would have waited, written some new songs and, you know, kind of combine. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, and it's, oh, man. This one's Lil Wayne. Jesus Christ. This this kook. He's such a kook. I don't know. I, and I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed a couple of his songs. Like I've heard them. I enjoy them, but God damn it. He is so, he's very annoying. Uh, and of course, here in Southern California, he skipped out on another uh, Blink-182 Little Wayne tour stop uh, down there in Irvine. And it seems that there's a pattern coming out of this uh, as far as the shows that he skipped, because he skipped a few of them. And it seems like they've all been shows at smaller venues that aren't at stadiums. Uh, you know, these gigantic, massive venues that aren't even fun to see punk rock shows in. Uh, he's been skipping out on those, and this is just another one of those, and it seems like this is going to be a habit. So if you have tickets, I think there's a few tour stops left. They're they're finishing up the last leg of the tour now. Uh, if you have tickets and you're planning on seeing Lil Wayne and it's not at a stadium venue, uh, sell your tickets because you're probably not going to see Lil Wayne. You're, you're just not. And like I said from the beginning, this whole marriage of Lil Wayne and, and Blink-182 and that stupid mashup that they put out the other day where it's like you didn't even record together. You're just like... Sounds like a terrible DJ at a terrible rave. Like, that's what it was. Stop it. Stop it. I don't need this. I love Blink. Like, a little bit of respect to Lil Wayne. I, obviously, he's made a career for himself. I, I know he got off the drugs. That was a big problem there for a while. Uh, but just stop it. Play with another punk band, Blink. Call it a day. This is stupid. Uh, and speaking of Blink-182, they've actually had a lawsuit brought against them <sighs> regarding the Fire Festival. The Fire Festival is officially the herpes of news stories. It's just—it's never going away. It's, it, we have it now. We're never fully getting rid of it. It kind of dies down a little bit. Then it comes back up with a vengeance like this, Blink-182, uh, as well as some talent agencies and some influencers, in finger quotes, getting sued by the Fire Festival trustees. Uh, and they're basically looking to recoup uh, recoup payments that were sent to the to Blink and and some talent agencies and some influencers, which makes sense. And I'm sure this is just going to be settled out of out of court, or you know, it's going to be a settlement for a lot of them. Maybe these dumb influencers will try to fight it. I can't imagine Hoppus is going to be like, "Yes, let's fight this." Hoppus is just going to be like, "Here, <laughs> that's that's the first day of record sales on September 20th. Here, 
my cut of the first day of record sales. That's what's going to happen. Oh, Hoppus. Oh, speaking of which, the Dark Side video just came out this week. Uh, pretty good video. I enjoyed it very much. Very good video. Good song, good video. Uh, video makes the song even a little better, I would say, uh, in a certain way. All right, uh, we got a little bit of sports news here. Socially relevant sports news as usual. Uh, Jaguars long snapper Matt Overton uh, has offered to buy uh, Colts season ticket holders tickets. Colts fans and season ticket holder tickets. Now what happened was, if you're not familiar with this, Andrew Luck, who is 29 years old, I believe, uh, abruptly retired the other day. Uh, very early on in his NFL career. However, for those of you not familiar with the NFL and with the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, they play in Indianapolis. This guy's had injury problems. He's just been beat up for three, four years of his career or six years, however long he's been. It, it, I don't know, maybe it's been like seven, eight years, whatever it is. He's just been beat up, beat up, and the guy got tired of it. And so for the sake of his health, he decided to walk away. Well, what happened was Colts fans, they lost their minds because, to be fair, those of you not familiar with it, he is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and especially at his age, you know, we're, we're talking dudes like 13, 14 years younger than Tom Brady, you know, that's, that's early in his career. Colts fans lost their mind. How could you quit on us? And then a bunch of season ticket holders wanted to sell that wanted to get rid of their tickets. How, how why did I buy these season tickets? You're not playing. First of all, to anyone that's saying that you're a fan of the team first. Be a Colts fan. You have the money for season tickets. Enjoy them. Share them with people around you that are less fortunate. It shouldn't depend on one player. And second of all, his health and what's important to him are not more important than your your sports fandom. It's not. It's simply not. What is most important to him is his health, his family, his well-being. We talk about mental illness and mental health so much. This is an important thing. And this long snapper who actually used to play with with Andrew Luck, he's with the Jacksonville Jaguars now. Uh, he used to play with Andrew Luck, actually offered to buy the season tickets from any upset Colts fans that wanted to get rid of their tickets. Uh, and the tickets would be donated to Children's Hospital there in Indianapolis. Uh, so good on you, Matt Overton. Bad on you, all these salty uh, Colts fans that are going a little ridiculous out there. And just, like, come on. Have some humanity. I said it earlier in the episode. We've lost our humanity. We've lost our respect for one another. Respect the man. He he literally broke his body for you as fans. Broke his body. And what do these fans do? They complain. So good on you, Matt Overton. Uh, I hope some of them sell them to, to Matt Overton so that he can then donate them to the local children's hospital. And, of course, more information on football, kind of the NFL. Uh, just another reason why your children should not play football. Leonard Fournette, who is a running back in, in the league, I uh, was actually at a peewee football practice for, for his kid's team. His kid looks to be about six, seven, maybe eight at the most. And he took a video of his kid leveling another kid, probably giving the kid a concussion. And that, it's bad enough that he's taken this video and then posts it, tweets it out. ESPN picks it up, tweets it out. Says, oh, look at Leonard Fournette's son as if this is like a good thing that he probably put a kid in the hospital. Six, seven, eight-year-old kid in the hospital. But the, one, the thing that gets me the most about this is if, if you see this clip going around, all of the coaches, grown men, grown men, adults, they see this happen and they start cheering and going crazy. It's the greatest thing ever. You almost killed a kid. Yeah. Disgusting. This is the culture we live in. And, we all, and everyone's going to eat up the NFL on, on Sundays in, a week from this weekend and go crazy with it. And I, say, I enjoy watching football. I'm going to watch some college football this weekend. However, kids shouldn't be playing football. They should not. Put flags around them. Maybe maybe high school. You might be able to convince me high school. My kids never playing football. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. Flag football. Never playing contact football. And this is just a great example of, of the toxic masculinity that occurs in football on a regular basis and just complete disregard for player safety. These are kids. Kids. And not only are they hurting themselves, but you're setting that example of, yeah, beat the shit out of another kid and we're all going to cheer for you. The crazy thing, teammates, practice. Little I, Allen Iverson, <laughs> shout out there, practice? We talk about practice. <laughs> like two people going to get that. Like, oh yeah, Allen Iverson. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's move on to some parenting. Oh man, this one got me. Actually, this is a carryover from last week. 
there was a woman who who shared a sexist uh, encounter. The tweet went viral. Uh, sexist encounter at the the TSA checkpoint, uh, where they asked if it came up that she was recently pregnant and had just given birth, and the TSA agent asked where her baby was, was concerned that she didn't have her baby, to which she responded um, with the dad, because dads can take care of children. And then, of course, this actually became hilarious because a lot of people <laughs> tweeted at her. And I know Bridget can appreciate this. I know Bridget can appreciate this. Not nearly the problem in hockey. There's not nearly the violence problem in hockey. That's uh, my, my mother, who didn't let me play hockey until I was in high school. I was actually up here trying to say hockey. But n- they don't have nearly the concussion uh, problems and the injury problems in hockey that they do in football. Uh, especially at the youth level, they just don't. They they teach them how to how to check, and they, they don't have board checks at, at a certain age, and uh, so it, it's it's a little bit of apples to oranges. Uh, but a lot of people tweeted at this woman responses they could give, and this is why I know Bridget would will, will appreciate this if she hadn't seen this story yet. Uh, and they were giving hilarious responses back to her to say to the like if someone asks that. But this one hit me also because I talk about this so much. So much. I've, we've been talking about this like since my kid was born, and, and it was just in my face all the time. And it's like, fathers are capable of doing everything but breastfeeding. I can't, can't give birth to the kid. Can't breastfeed. Everything else, I can do it. Fathers can do it. There's literally nothing else. Can't do. You know? You know, we're all capable of it. And it really reminded me, remember that, that story of the Mother's Day cards, where I was in Target and had a 10-minute conversation with a woman who insisted that there should be Mother's Day cards for me. Because I had my daughter out during the day. You know? Crazy. All right. This one's important. Oh, Bridget, if you're on. I, you know, you, you, your girls do not have these. Your girls do not. Uh, Contigo. Contigo, the, the water bottle and, and like coffee cup maker, uh, actually issued a recall very recently, just this week, uh, due to potential choking hazard. Now, these are the, the cleanable... Uh, water bottles that have like the pop-up spout and apparently the spout can come off uh, can get released without when it's not supposed to uh, and they have found that the some kids have ended up with them in their mouth there haven't been any injuries no choking incidents per se uh, but obviously out of safety because safety is of utmost importance with any kids you know uh, they are recalling these bottles just so that no kids choke 5.7 million of these bottles uh, were sold in the U.S. So if you, if, honestly, if you have any Contigo water bottle, even if even your own, but especially your kids, uh, make sure you go on the Contigo website, check, make sure that it is it is not a recalled water bottle. And if it is one, make sure you send it back. I'm sure they're sending out. They're probably not even gonna make you send it back. They're just sending out refunds. Uh, you know, or sending you a new water bottle, whatever it might be. So make sure you get on that. Make sure your kids are not choking. Uh, kids should always be drinking water. It's burn week for the love of God. Um, I know that's see. I thought so, Bridget. Uh, we're on the Camelback too. That's uh, I have a Camelback bottle. My wife's got a Camelback bottle. My daughter's got a Camelback bottle. And both Bridget's girls have. And I knew that too because <laughs> sometimes they come over and I'll look and I'll and they're different like bottles. But I'll look and I'll be like. Did Zoe's water bottle change color? Like, oh wait, no, no, that's that's Fiona's water bottle. Uh, so yeah, Camelbacks for the win. Heck yeah. Uh, one more piece of parenting news. This is just an interesting thing. Barbie killing it, killing it in the the, the doll game uh, right now. Recently, these actually debuted on Women's Equality Day, which was uh, in the past couple weeks. Uh, they unveiled a couple new Barbie dolls, Rosa Parks and Sally Ride Barbie dolls, and each of these include educational material about the women. Uh, and I just got to like Mattel and I, and this is, this is me to, not tooting my own horn, uh, name dropping a little bit, but not specific people. I've, I've been to the Mattel headquarters. I was actually working closely with Mattel cause I, I worked on their, uh, their home entertainment business. I worked on the, the Barbie DVDs that go out in the Barbie, you know, the DVDs, but the Barbie properties that go out digitally and, and on DVD and everything else, uh, spent some time down there and was actually working with them. Uh, when they were unveiling the different body shapes for the Barbies. And they've just, ever since, like that, ever since then, they're just killing it. You have the Eva DuVernay Barbie uh, and so many great Barbies. And now Rosa Parks and Sally Ride with educational materials, uh, just empowering young girls and, and boys too. I mean, I'm sh- I know there are boys out there that play with Barbies, so boys and girls, uh, but especially girls like this where, where you have uh, strong historical female figures being put at the forefront. Girls can play with them, learn about them, 
uh, and and Barbie's just just killing killing the doll game. So good on you, Mattel, for for everything you've you've really done to to rejuvenate Barbie's image. Like right, I mean, it's it, put them just put them in the where Barbie should have been from the beginning instead of this like totally fake plastic, you know, one body type, all that. No, they've done a great job. So good on you, Mattel. All right, let's get into some mental health. We are getting short on time. I'm gonna have a sip of my uh, Follow the Sun pills from Carl Strauss Brewing Company here. Mm. <coughs> Bridget, if Chris is on, this is a Chris beer. Chris, Chris will enjoy this beer. Uh, Chris and Bridget might be watching together. They they do that often because they're married and they live together. So you know, watch on the same stream. Uh, mental health. This is another carryover from last week that I just want to touch on a little bit. Uh, U.S. After the, the recent mass shootings, U.S. mental health staff were warned not to contradict the orange menace. Not to contradict the orange menace. There were actually health and human services directives sent to anyone on the federal level uh, in health and human services to ensure, like I said, that no one contradicts him. Here's the thing. Uh, the orange menace is not a doctor. Shouldn't be up there blaming. I talked about this last week. Don't don't stigmatize me. Don't don't blame mental illness and me because people are out. There. We we went through the statistics last week. We did. The statistics are there. That's fact. There, there's no arguing. It's fact. That that's the statistics. Uh, and here we have somebody worried about his ego. That orange son of a bitch worried about his ego and and basically handcuffing, handcuffing health and human services officials. At a time when it's most needed, because after mass shootings, that's when mental health care is needed really at its most. After any kind of disaster, but especially mass shootings, that's when it's really needed. And here they are handcuffed. Handcuffed. Why? Because an orange, an orange person sitting in a White House has a ridiculous ego. And he couldn't have been contradicted, despite the fact that he's not a fucking doctor. He didn't want real fucking doctors to fucking contradict him. Because he thinks he's... The smartest person on the face of the earth. He thinks he's the chosen one. Jesus Christ. Cheeto. What a Cheeto. Go watch that Randy Rainbow that I talked about at the top of the episode. I'm telling you. Educational. Uh, but that's just the world we live in now. When people need the help, when people need assistance, they're not able to get it. Why? Because of an egomaniac. That, that's why. That's why. So when you wonder why, that's why. Uh, and this one got me really, really hit home with me uh, from the mighty. And this is this is talking about when it feels like you're not good enough, even when good things happen. Uh, this is something that hits me personally, but I've, I've been there myself. Uh, for some for some people that struggle with mental illness, great things can happen. You know, you, you can get a new job, you know, get a raise, get your article published, whatever it might be, whatever you work toward. However, a lot of people, like myself included, look at that and only find the negative aspects of it, despite the fact that it's very positive. And then what happens then is those same thoughts of not good enough come up, like we've talked about so many times. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. I'm still not doing well enough at it. And it's balancing that. And I've had this happen to me so many times. I worked at Disney. I uh, had a great job. Great job with doing well. Jesus Christ. I was I was one of the youngest people in my position at Disney, at, at Radio Disney and Disney Channel. And had almost nothing to stress about. Money was good. Had a roof over my head. Nothing. And that was one of my worst, worst instances of debilitating obsessive compulsive disorder. I went into a hole for a couple weeks. Didn't go to work. Seeing doctors almost on a daily basis. And life was great. It was fantastic. There's another time where I was making six figures a year as a, as a 20-year-old running a mobile entertainment company out of Orange County. Another one of my, my worst instances. Debilitating. Debilitating. And life was good. Life was great. You know? This is a, for, that was the most money I ever had in my life at that point as a 20-year-old. But you still hit those, those moments. So keep that in mind. If you go through this, it's not just you. It's not just you. And if you see this in other people, know that that's, that's a, there's a good chance that that's what's going on. That's where they're having issues. So keep that in mind as well. All right. Oh, man. Balancing mental health and life. This is another one. 
uh, I've talked about this before, but it's, it's having mental illness at the forefront and where you can't balance that. And this happens to me quite often where I'm not comfortable and it's not anyone else's fault. It's my own thoughts, my own mental state of mind, but it causes me to, to skip out on things, to avoid people. Because I'm not good enough. Because I think I'll say dumb things. And then what happens is, of course, a lot of people get defined by their mental illness. And I'm telling you, anyone out there that suffers from mental illness, myself included, we're never defined by our mental illness. It is a large aspect of our lives. And I know I talk about it so much, but I talk about it to to educate people and to help minimize that stigma around mental health. That's the most important thing to me. But it's not your entire personality. It doesn't define you as a person completely. It's simply a part of you that you have to deal with. It's not all of you. It's a part of you. And finding that balance is very difficult. Very difficult. Like I said, I, mi- I miss things I just out of fear of my mental illness. Happens quite often. Quite often. But if you're out there and you go through that, you're not alone. You're not the only one. And all it takes is... The all you can do is is try to have as much strength as you can, and and hopefully have a support system around you that will help to to minimize those instances. That's my biggest recommendation. I say it all the time. My wife is fantastic. I don't know where I'd be without my wife. My 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 parents have always been fantastic uh, when it comes to supporting my my mental illness and my struggles with it. Uh, and now my wife really keeps me on a functioning on a regular basis. Fortunately, because it it's tough at times. I've had a tough couple weeks, man. Oh God. Tough, tough. All right, let's move on to some tech news. Oh, boy. I'm going to run through these because we're running short on time. Get another sip of my Follow Sun Pills from Carl Strauss Brewing Company. Mm. That's right, Carl Strauss. Just start sending me beer. You don't have to pay me. Just just send me, like, beer weekly, and I'll put it on the podcast. Just be all Carl Strauss all the time. Go tell it to the Carl Strauss. <laughs> if you give me enough money, Carl Strauss, and then it will, we will change the name. No, we won't. Uh, T-Mobile, if you're interested in T-Mobile or trying out T-Mobile, not so much if you already have T-Mobile, uh, but they're giving away free hotspots. Uh, these are like, uh, they're just little devices that, that give off Wi-Fi, essentially. They're giving away free hotspots, not to keep, but for people to test drive their network for 30 days. So if you're thinking about switching to T-Mobile, you can actually test drive their network, see if it works around your house, uh, you know, where you live, where you work, whatever it might be, test drive their network. Pretty cool concept. I've heard this about carriers before uh, where they will actually give you a phone to, to take home and you know try, especially if you're worried about coverage in your area. Uh, so, so if you're interested, check that out. Take advantage of it. See how your coverage is. Oh, man. Siri mm, and Nike. Yep. So the, uh, the Nike self-lacing sneakers that have been around for a little while right now uh, just got an update recently to the point that now you can control them with your watch and you can even tell Siri to tighten your shoes. That's right. You can say, <laughs> I'm hoping we have a listener. You can say, hey, Siri, tighten my shoelaces. Did your shoelaces get tightened? Anyway, because this is the world we live in now. We are that ridiculous now where uh, you can't tie your own shoes. Yeah. Hmm. That's something you learn in kindergarten. You don't need self-lacing shoes. And it's fine. I get it. Technology. Make things easier. And and here's the thing. Uh, don't get it twisted. It, from an adaptive perspective, yes, this is fantastic. There are people out there that probably could use self-lacing shoes. I guarantee 99% of the people that own these self-lacing shoes don't need the self-lacing shoes. But we are that ridiculous now as a society. Uh, Microsoft, their next Surface event is coming up on October 2nd. Going to be looking at some new devices coming out from Microsoft pertaining to their Surface devices. I don't know. Maybe we'll be upgrading the Surface here. We got the Surface Pro here, and it's uh, we are now on four years of this thing. Every single episode of Go Tell It's the Wall has been recorded uh, using this this Microsoft Surface Pro. Uh, so maybe to, maybe it'll be time for a new one. We'll see what happens with those announcements. Speaking of Microsoft announcements, uh, they they have worked on a new Hololens, uh, the Microsoft Hololens 2. This is their VR device, their VR rig. I've got a VR rig somewhere around here. I never use the damn thing. I see the appeal. I use it occasionally. My wife has used it for like walk around stuff and in her industry they actually use it quite a bit uh, to do tours of facilities and all that kind of stuff because she works in themed entertainment 
Uh, but I'm not going to be rushing out to get these. But it looks like they may go on sale in September. So if you're in the market for a new VR headset, especially if you're a Microsoft user, uh, then check out the HoloLens 2, most likely dropping in September. Oh, Spotify. Spotify looks like it's coming out with a new aspect called Create Podcasts. And this is for people that have trouble creating podcasts on their own, and you'll be able to do it directly through Spotify. Here's the thing, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, it's not that hard. It's ridiculously easy to record a podcast. In fact, Audacity is free. It's free. You just go on the internet and you get Audacity and it's free. And what do you do? You plug in a microphone, you talk into the microphone, and then Audacity records it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. But Spotify going to throw some more shit in their thing because they've been working on podcasts. And we love you, Spotify, because we do have a big fan following on Spotify. We do quite a few downloads and everything through, through Spotify. So nothing against Spotify. It's just like, really? Really? I, I, I don't understand. But that's where that's what we're doing now. Uh, there was a couple of Google Play apps, uh, each of them having about 1.5 million downloads that were draining batteries. They have since been removed from the Google Play app store. Uh, so even if you did have them, don't worry, you don't have it anymore. It has been removed from the app store. Speaking of things being removed from the Google Play app store, uh, there was actually an app called, what the heck was this app called? No. I didn't. Put, oh, Cam Scanner. That's what it was. Cam Scanner. This was scanning to create PDF devices uh, through the Google Play Store. It was actually spreading malware. Again, that one has been removed from the store. But considering it's malware and not just battery draining, maybe check your Android phone. Make sure you, you don't have Cam Scanner still on there. And a little more news from Google. Actually, we got a couple more things from Google. Uh, the Pixel Watch, which has long been rumored to be coming out, and we know it's coming out at some point through Google. Uh, there is actually a, another patent. Uh, application that was leaked and it looks like the new Google Pixel watch uh, will likely have a camera featured installed in it and there are other smart watches out there with cameras so this isn't like groundbreaking or anything it's just interesting news Pixel watch probably coming out and they're working on all the fine details of it including possibly a camera uh, and again speaking of we just got more Google news uh, for those of you interested in picking up a, uh, a tablet hybrid the Pixel Slate is actually at the lowest price it's ever been uh, through the Google Store. It's starting at $549 with a free keyboard. Keep in mind, the Google Slate line uh, is done after this. They, they have abandoned the Google Slate line. There will be no more of those hybrid uh, Android tablets through Google Slate. I mean, you have the other hybrid tablets. I've got, an, I've got one, too. I've got the Sam, one of the Samsung ones, uh, but no more through Google. However, if you're interested in getting one, uh, it's going to be a Google operating system. Head on over to the Google Store, starting at 550 bucks with a free keyboard. You can pick one up. And last piece of news from Google, the Android 10 release date has been confirmed. That's right. If you're a Pixel phone owner, you're going to be getting that update on September 3rd. Looking forward to it. This phone's going to be updated on September 3rd. This is why I'm always excited about going proprietary. That's why I'm on the Pixel now is just do the proprietary stuff. And if you're in the market for some LED smart bulbs, uh, head on over to Amazon. There is a company. What the hell is this company? I can't remember. Nope, nope, nope. It doesn't say what they are, uh, but there are some inexpensive smart bulbs on Amazon right now that are rated about as high as the uh, all the. Oh my gosh, what is the name? Philips Hue. Philips Hue. They're rated just about as high as that, and you, when you buy them in a pack, you can get them as cheap as eleven dollars, which is crazy. Uh, and another cool thing, if you're picking up a new TV, this is being added to all new TV, most most new TVs going out, and it is called the filmmaker mode on uh, being featured on these TVs, and this basically eliminates all those other filters and the motion smoothing and all that stuff that we've talked about previously on the podcast that makes movies look dumb and terrible and like soap operas and everything else. Hey, Matt, you're catching us at the very end. Oh, no. No, what is this? Oh, sorry, I'm doing a thing on the broadcast here. Yep, that's what it is. Uh, anyway, you're catching us right at the end here. Uh, so look forward to that. If you're picking up a new TV, you won't have to go through all the settings because no one messes with the settings. So it's just going to be right there for you. you. You set this one setting instead of going through and fine-tuning every little tiny thing. Uh, and lastly, in the common sense section, I'm just going to leave you with this. There, is, there was a lawsuit in Canada and Red Bull, lawsuit against Red Bull. Red Bull will be paying out a bunch of people in Canada $10. And these are for anyone who did not receive wings after drinking Red Bull. This lawsuit was brought about in Canada. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
And, uh, of course, I went to find out that this actually happened in the United States. So we can't even, like, blame Canada. It's happened in the U.S. So anyone, if you drink Red Bull and you didn't get wings and you live in Canada, go collect your $10 through Red Bull. And that is, of course, the note I'm going to leave you on for episode 108. Remember, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world. No episode next week. My wife will be out of the country once again. Uh, however, we will be working on some new interstitials, new videos coming up, uh, and that pile of beer over there has got to be worked on, and I've got to get through some of this, and there will be new beer reviews coming up soon. So look forward to that. On that note, wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, this has been episode 108 of Go Tell It to the Wall. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Tell the Wall Pod and at Magic Muppet. Of course, Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall, where we are currently live right now. And YouTube, head over there, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel, watch videos, do the things, do what you do on YouTube. Most importantly, all encompassing of all those things would be SeanOroarchLive.com. Bookmark it, check back often, stay up to date on everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke Live and the empire that is common sense. Yeah, that's right. I just made that up. That's why it was dumb. Didn't sound good because I just made it up. Something Sometimes when I make things up on the fly, they don't sound good. Uh, all right, wall fans. In two weeks, we will be back. Same wall place, same wall time. Until then, remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>